For God. For country. For truth. For justice. For the Republic. You're listening to the Powder Monkey Podcast on PirateInfoWars.com. Episode 17 of the Powder Monkey Podcast. Um, last episode, we talked a little bit about the pandemic that uh, that everybody across the world is experiencing uh, in their own ways. And uh, I have with me here uh, my uh, co-host, my uh, the uh, the the quartermaster of the Powder Monkey, John Williamson. How are you, sir? I'm I'm doing well, Mr. Pino. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, just uh, living the quarantine life, brother. Living the quarantine life. Hey, somebody's <laughs> got to do it. <laughs> but so so uh, today we what we're doing is we have uh, two uh, citizens here in West Virginia who started a Facebook group. Uh, their names are Emily Page Cook and Chris Payne. Uh, they started the West Virginia Against Unconstitu- uh, Unconstitutional Quarantines. And, um, so, uh, first of all, welcome to the, uh, to the podcast, uh, Emily and Chris, how are you? Yeah, thank you for having us on. We're excited to, uh, have a conversation about all this stuff. We've, uh, for a long time, we felt like there weren't that many people talking about it. And this group has brought a lot of people out that we had no clue about. So we're thankful that, uh, we've gotten about 165 members. Uh, I just checked the stats before we went on. I think you're at 164 members now. So, so kudos. You're you're going up like a rocket ship, even in the even you know in the uh, this age of censorship. So, uh, so onward and upward there, hopefully with you all. But uh, so I guess uh, I guess first, what what kind of spurred you all into um, to doing this? I mean, what what was your what what's what was your moment where you just said, "Hey, I've got to do something." And what was it you decided to do? Can we go first? Okay. Uh, well, basically, when they started infringing upon everybody's rights and just you know saying everything in the Bill of Rights just doesn't matter anymore. You can't come outside. You can't go to work. You know, don't worry. We're going to send you this universal basic income. Um, you know, then the farms, you know, the Smithfield Foods and Tyson, uh, started to shut down. But they're uh, owned, by, owned by the Chinese, by the way. Sorry to butt in there, but they're. No, no, you're 
right, man. Yep. Well, uh, that's exactly right. The, um, these companies that, in the first place, give us this food are the Chinese, man. So kind of a good thing, kind of a bad thing, because everybody's not prepared, and uh, people don't know how to grow their own food and uh, or even hunt. So that that started to really alarm me. That And that's when I started to kind of flip out with my friends and be like, guys, food, what are we going to do? Hungry people, they're going to come. You're going to run out of bullets. Um, well, well, and that's absolutely. that's the zombie horde. That is that yeah, is the zombie dude. horde that they've always talked about. I mean, it's been a joke in certain circles, but that's exactly I, what it was. It's like an, uh, you know, it's an archetype, man. Like there are these things and stories that are true. Um, you know, I, I saw this guy write a book called um, what is it, Esoteric Hollywood, mm-hmm. um, and he he just kind of lays out all this stuff in a really. Uh, matter-of-fact way and you know it's true they've been kind of what is it called uh pre-programming us with this kind of junk for a long time zombie hordes apocalypse mad max um people fighting over resources that's a whole other rabbit hole man yeah predictive predictive programming where they they basically feed you spoon feed you what what they have in store for you i mean if we look at eric blair george orwell's you know 1984 um you know he was writing about the technocracy and we live in a, you know, wet dream of the new new world, you know, of, of Big Brother. I mean, Big Brother would, um, you know, sell his soul to get this type of technology. And we're here. Yeah, it's kind of a nightmarish blend, actually, between, uh, yeah, Brave New World and 1984. Like, because yeah. people are choosing this like they did in Brave New World. In 1984, it was more forced. Well, you know, you don't have a choice, but here... People are choosing to go for the drugs. They're choosing to go for the government making the decisions. They're choosing to sacrifice their masculinity and femininity, um, sacrifice the family just for, you know, casual sex. Um, And, you know, I I don't think it's a mistake that Brave New World isn't really in the forefront as much as 1984. I even hear the liberals and communist people, really, uh, on MSNBC go on and on about 1984, 1984, but... Honestly, this is more Huxley, man. This is definitely more in that vein, I think. I, I think well, there's, yes, I agree. I, I think there's even a little bit of Animal Farm in there as well. <laughs> Just uh, you know, with with who's essential and and everything like that, you know. Now, but uh, I, you, well, you go for it, John. What, what's up? Well, well to, to touch on the, the the whole Chinese thing, I mean, you you look at it for. I can't give you an exact time frame, but how long has the Chinese government been dictating to the to the Hollywood uh, studios what what kind of uh, scripts that they can use? And and they're showing, you know, that they own Hollywood. 1984. And, and, I mean, I'm sorry, not 1984, but uh, but um, Red Dawn. It yeah. Was and, the remake? Yeah. Yeah. That the remake was was literally he- held up in production because they had to re reshoot and rewrite the the script because the Chinese owners of these production houses got a hold of it and they saw where China was the the main aggressor and China said oh no oh no you know watch yeah. a banda video <laughs> yeah and that's a that's a great thing you bring up because how come the Chinese people get to dictate what we watch but when the American people make a fuss or when Christians make a fuss about it, it's like, yeah, keep going, press it on, let's insult them some more. Uh, and aren't we the people buying the, the, the tickets and watching it? It's just the strangest thing to me. I don't get it. 
Do you guys have any insight on that? Why we allow that? Um. Well, I th I think that it has. I think we have been lazy as an American people, and and honestly, our our elected representatives were selling us down the road, and we were. I mean, I'm I'm just going to be honest. I'm going to say it like it is. We were too stupid to to realize it. And we became cattle. We were sold, you know, into the into the idea of borrow unlimited money, and uh, you know how how did they get such a cozy deal for so long? And Trump was one of the only ones to to get political a little bit, but Trump had them over a barrel. And when they finally were, you know, when when we finally won that, how long after that did this happen? Now how long will this interview stay on on the internet because we're we're throwing something else out there other than the official narrative but because right. there is an official narrative shouldn't we be looking a little closer i mean that's i think that's if we're going to be safe i think that's where our safety starts is asking that question right oh yeah we got we got to do stuff in the light we got to do things together otherwise that's how your little on star pushes your accelerator you run into a post man I, I actually that's that's a uh, that's a good good thing to touch upon because I was actually a master certified you know on star uh, you know technician there and uh, John Williamson actually our, our co-host here he uh, he is uh, you know very well versed in the on star side of things as well um, it's amazing what they can do with on star um, well well to, to touch back into what Chris was saying about, uh, you know, why we why we find ourselves in this position right now. And, and I agree with you a lot, Sean. You know, I mean, we, we allowed this to happen to ourselves. We've we've been for a long time. We, we've lived uh, uh, as a as a country as a whole. We've been we've been a very prosperous country. We were and, decadent. We weren't just prosperous. We were decadent and decadent. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and well, that, that goes to, to what I was going to make my point about was that, that um, people of my age bracket, uh, you know, we, we grew up in the 80s. Uh, you know, our parents were doing well. We, we, were, we were comfortable. We had, we had what we wanted when we wanted it. And then, and then we started to raise children. And, of course, every, every parent wants to do better for their children than they had it. So, so we've kind of we've kind of painted ourselves into this corner, and now that they've they've taken that and they've used it against us, and we were asleep to it for a very long time, and I, I find it kind of ironic that we have to have a Chinese virus, and let let's be real, that's where it came from was China. We have to have this Chinese virus to lock us into our homes to where people are starting to wake up and go, wait a minute, why am I doing this? Why am I why am I forfeiting my my uh, freedom and, and my ability to 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 work and, and do things uh, that goes back to the, the, the whole reason of how they got in charge is because we allowed we allowed people that we thought were looking out for us to to just like Sean said, sell us down the river. You were saying something, Emily? Yeah, yeah, we were worried at first because it was around February when all this was going on in China with the drones and things. So we started to get a little skeptical. We never really thought it would come over here, so then it finally comes over here. I'd say about mid March, wouldn't you say? We it was it was at the beginning when it started happening. We were we were immediately put off by it. 
and we uh, immediately thought something was off. It just was too unrealistic, and it happened too quick, all these shutdowns and things, and all these governments. Uh, we, we really felt like we were some of the only ones who were catching on to it, but I think there were more. Um, I'm glad to see more catching on to it. Yeah. Uh, it was fishy that all of the information was coming from China, and the test is derived from China. You know, it is not a American gold standard viral test to ensure that is this the thing that's causing the infection? Because um, both of my folks are in the medical field, and I, I, you know, I'm not an expert or nothing, but I, I know a, a thing or two, and I'm just like, none of this makes sense. None of this computes. It, this is not, you know, this is if some information isn't coming from America. Number one, and number two, how in the world? How in the world can you just get on the TV, say, this is what's going on today. Tomorrow, this is what's going on now. Oh, in fact, it's airborne. No, it's just droplets. So the flip-flopping of the stories was another red flag. I think it's I think it's definitely a bioweapon. I think it is definitely weaponized, the fact that it's, it's new. Now, I, my last episode, I wanted to go with empirical data and I wanted to to get somebody who I I knew and and, and was certain that didn't have a spin and uh, so I interviewed my cousin again I've said it before she's she's very intelligent but uh, you know that the information that that the medical you know that that the medical professionals are providing and and what we see just out there they don't really mesh you know that the hospitals I mean we're in the midst of a pandemic but people are dying now of cancer because they can't get their, you know, their surgeries. We have, you know, hospitals. I, I just read today Bluefield is uh, shutting down. Uh, a, I believe uh, a specialized, you know, uh, I believe uh, OBGN uh, possibly. But, you know, I mean, it's, it's just, it's amazing the things that are already starting to buckle. And people don't see as bad as this could be how bad it's going to be when the economy folds in on itself and everything starts to implode and hyperinflation begins. Uh, I mean, I'm like, terrified of that. I'm terrified because then no one will be able to have conversations like this again, dude. We're <laughs> going to get in a low vibration survival mode where we're going to have to do what we're going to have to do to protect our family. That is what's scary, man, because you can't stop that. You can't say, hold on, calm down, calm down. Everything's falling apart. Let's help each other. That's not going to happen. It's. I want it to. I, I wish, but already people kind of think I'm crazy. They think I'm overreacting, um, and they're still, you know, hook, line, and sinker on the on the uh, the narrative uh, on the mainstream, man. So, uh, they nothing. Some conversations got to take place before it's too late. Well, they they I, go ahead, John. Well, I was just going to say that I agree with you completely, Chris. Uh, I mean, we, we, we need to talk about this, and we, and we need to talk about it in a sensible way. And, and we need to, to be able to, to kind of forecast into the future and see what the ramifications of the actions that we're taking now. Um, you were speaking about the food earlier, and, you know, like in New York City, you, you can't buy um, – heirloom non-gmo seeds you just you're not allowed to buy them you can't do that so what what is doing is they're painting us into a corner as far as our food goes 
see, it, it's a twofold thing, and it, it may be you know two more folds than that. But what what is on my horizon that's really pinging my radar is that we're we're looking at, at and you mentioned it earlier, Chris, about Smithfield Farms and and our production of meat. Well, we're sending our we're sending our live healthy hogs over to China, and and then they're taking them and they're processing them and they're keeping a portion of of it for their cells, and then they're sending us. The, the finished product back well now how do we know that the product that they're sending us is those same healthy hogs that we sent over there and uh, was, all become vegan now right hey, but they're hi. not going to allow but they're not going to allow you to have non-gmo uh vegetable seeds they're they're the terminator seeds that come from monsanto see this, right. this is a giant conglomeration of things that have been building and that goes back to what we were talking about how we let this happen it's almost and, like and it's, it's coming it's a, together now it's almost like it's a group of people that are just you know beneath the surface that have this plan to shut down the i mean call me crazy but it's almost like there's a group of people out there that want to do this theory and start saying conspiracy facts we are as the american people being conspired against Oh yeah, we have been for years, oh, yeah. decades, centuries. You know, right, and it's time people start saying this is a fact. This is not a theory. This is not my feelings or my thoughts. We can sit here. I mean, you know, there are literally documents, man. Not to you know sound all like Alex Jones, but you know he's right. There are documents, man. There are these things. There's proof. There's evidence, mm-hmm. and people just poo-poo it, man. They're like, nah. Well. Now, how could there be all these people doing this? And it's like not that many people, man. Well, it doesn't take that many people I mean, to, to crowd us and, you know, what they probably think is shepherding us or whatever they're helping. But, man, the road to hell is paved in good intentions. Maybe these well, people genuinely believe they're ushering in a new transhuman era where we're going to be vegan and have science and blah, blah, blah. But, man, that there are a lot of other bell curves let's say, that are collapsing when they're focusing on this singular one. And they don't care. They don't care about all these other things about humanity, about the economy, about America. They're just hyper on, let's get to the next step. This is America's great leap forward. Make no mistake Mm -hmm. about it. This is our great leap forward. This is the world's great leap forward. No, that's what Mao Zedong called it when he killed all the Buddhists, ran the Dalai Lama, China. Mm -hmm. People Absolutely. don't know that. that in school, and that's infuriating. Also, we were Absolutely. talking about national socialism, Hitler, and Nazis, but not about Stalin, not about the Bolsheviks, nothing about the uh, uh, the atheist takeover of China and the Great Leap Forward. I, and that's for a reason. That's for a reason. Sorry, I didn't mean to get mad there, but no, no. I mean, it is the socialist. The social. I mean, we. I had a. I did a whole episode where, where socialism, you know, the, the creep of socialism into into our society, into our schools, into our universities. I mean, we have the, you know, the, the Weather Underground, you know, members teaching in schools. I mean, um, what did we I, expect I, as, a, as a people for, you know, to happen? Real quick, I want to get, and you're right, I want to get Emily to tell her story about what happened to her up at college. Do you mind doing that about that communist professor that was saying that we, you, you tell him? Yeah, we had a, uh, 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 it's kind of like a walk-in substitute history teacher that came in. He was supposed to teach a U.S. Constitution class and stuff, and he came in 
and uh, talking about how the Holocaust was America's fault and it's our fault that uh, all those people died. And he said that uh, we shouldn't have messed with Russia because it was fine for them to want to spread communism and all this stuff. And then he uh, was grading our papers and giving us uh, S and stuff for pretty well-written papers. It was happening to some people uh, because he didn't agree with us and he would even write in there that uh, this was wrong, even though it was his opinion. And then... Um, what else did he do? He did a lot. Of he scribbled all over her, her essay that she wrote in red pen out of spite. It wasn't like grade marks. Like, he was angry at her being an American and standing yeah. up for our, our Constitution yeah, in the then, paper. Yeah, then he called um, our parents in the classroom stupid because they didn't support the Common Core math. And I, I did Common Core math, and it, it was stupid. It was so overcomplicated. Everyone's math. Yeah, he was getting in front of the class telling us we're stupid and saying if you support Trump, you're retarded and your parents are stupid and we deserve all this bad stuff that's happening. He was just nuts. But that's what's going on in the colleges right now. And that was in Beckley. That was at, what was it called? WVU Tech. Yeah, yeah. WVU Tech. Wow. I gotcha. You know, it, yeah. it, it's really insane in a way. I mean, you know, with, uh, you know, people like Thomas Watson, um, you know, and uh, I don't know if you all saw the um, – the piece I think uh, Greg Reese did for Infowars that I posted to your to your your page. Um, six, six, six. Well, no, concerning concerning uh, Bill Gates's past. I mean, you know how oh, you yeah. know his his family is rooted in IBM and Planned Parenthood. That's clearly yeah. eugenicist. I mean, it clearly has Nazi ties uh, on both sides. I mean, I don't see why people are even having the conversation about a universal vaccination with the patent number with 666 in it that is a mark on your skin. I don't even understand how that is a conversation. And, and you know, maybe to go back to the, the, the question you had, Chris, maybe that's why. I mean, if people, if people are going to be tagged like cattle, then that's probably, you know, maybe where they're at on the evolutionary, you know, and maybe that's how we got here. Maybe, you know, maybe that's, you know. And that's what Bill Gates and all these people on power think. They're like, oh, gee, we're making it obvious and they're letting us do it. Uh, I mean, I guess we're allowed to do it. Where's your God? Where's your God to stop us? Look at you. You're not doing anything. I know that's what they think. They think we're animals. Yeah. Yeah. You said Steve Jobs and Bill Gates got into a fight and the first Apple computer was sold for like $666. Yep, it was. The first Apple computer in 1984. And I don't think it was a coincidence they released the first Apple computer on the date of George Orwell's book. That's not a coincidence. Give no. me a break. No. And and, I mean, it was commercial. I mean, the, the chick with the hammer coming in and smashing Big Brother, and now Apple is Big Brother. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and and Microsoft, uh, you know, during oh, Passover, yeah. when they when they had Maria Abramovic, um, Abramovich. Witch herself, I know it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how, what what kind of how many how many times does somebody need to be slapped in the face with something before they what? realize that hey, maybe this isn't the you know the the loving kind World Health Organization that that's coming to save us, but it's an actual eugenicist cult that is fueled by. The Great Red Dragon itself, China. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Well, I read a book that said something like that. You know, it was written a long time well, ago, but there, there is a universal truth that that evil has to present itself, and evil has to present itself. And 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 I'm, believe me, I'm not going to start preaching, but in in Revelation it says that you have to accept the mark of the beast. You have to. 
you have to voluntarily take it because once you do that, then you, then you've chosen your side. Well, in order for them to be able to do this, and, and this is where the universe comes in, is that that they have to they have to let you know what they're doing. Because if they, if they do that, then when you do accept it, it becomes well. Then they get to look at you and say, "Hey, well, we oh, told you, you what we were going will. to do." Yeah, it has to be free will. But but at the same time, that doesn't mean that you can't be, uh, you know, starving to death looking at you know this this credit that they've put on this quantum dot for you to take in your skin. And as soon as you can, you can pick up your smartphone and go right back to texting. Uh, you know your friends and being on Amazon. Well, and, also, you know, also with, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, Sean, I didn't mean to interrupt you, well, but I mean that's where with, it's coming with, to. With the six six six, you know, the 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 world patent zero six zero six zero six, it's it's a cryptocurrency, and what they're going to do is you're going to use your cell phone, and it's going to give you an activity that you have to do in order to gain this credit. Well, without this credit, and 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 I'm not saying that the that what Bill Gates has well, got that's is like your what's actually going to be it, mm -hmm. but but it it it'll be something to that effect, to where that you have to do this in order to get paid, and if you don't have the credits that 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 they when they created this new world, this this uh, technocratic world that they want to that they're trying to force down our throat. If you don't have those credits, well, then you can't buy, sell, or trade. Let, let me and ask this real quick. That, that comes into Revelation. Yeah. yeah, let me ask this real quick to, to you and uh, to you and Emily, Chris. Um, are, are you all experiencing any kickback from Facebook? Are, are you getting any threats? Um, uh, I, I haven't directly gotten any threats. I've had a couple family members in the group telling me that uh, they're getting told that this group is stupid. And it needs to be taken down. I've gotten that, but directly, I've not gotten any threats. Now, we've had Facebook warn us about things and interfere with my ability to post and other people's ability to post. But as for direct threats from other human beings, uh, no, not yet. But um, uh, I'll just short little uh, uh, story here. Uh, I used to have Facebook and be very active until the 2016 election. Uh -huh. And I got rid of my Facebook because I did get death threats from people because I was just like, hey, this guy, Trump, he's our president now. Let's see what's going on and just stop this fighting. And, man, I had person after person send me death threat and death threat. So just to preface that, I think they're going to be coming, you know, but we've only had this on for about a week. And uh, on on YouTube, I've been posting about this stuff, and people are very violent, violent backlash against uh, me trying to speak up for our constitutional rights. So, um Mm -hmm. Yeah, as for now, we're good. And I would say a lot of those, and, and not to, not to diminish, uh, you know, what you just spoke about, but I would say that a lot of those are, are AI bots that are yeah. to, to 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 layer that in with with the with the comments of people that may be in support of you, to layer that in so so it appears that if somebody looks at it and they go, well, look at all of look at, you know, maybe this guy is crazy, you know, I I you know I can't say that for a hundred percent fact. But it does make sense that, that they that they would use that technology because they they have been for for I don't know how long now. Well, and and I guess what I was really getting at was you know we're we're getting to the point where all across America everybody's beginning to you know to say hey you know we can't we can't keep the lights on we can't keep the mortgage paid um, you know and and they're starting to to actually go out and 
you know, to, um, you know, to, to push back and protest. And, and so social media, I mean, Facebook is saying, Hey, you're going to be removed from the platform if you're caught off doing off platform activities. Off so, platform, yeah. I mean, I mean, maybe maybe it's a time that Facebook maybe needs to take a break from me. I've thought about that myself because, you know, I, I'm I am sick of platforms that ha- are unelected. You know, I of course I installed them on my phone. I, you know, I have or they came preloaded on people's phones, but but I, I don't have to keep these people. These people don't tell me what is reality and what isn't. Yeah, I'm going to lose a lot of time I invested. And at some point, maybe people are going to have legal action. They need to have legal action. They need to have legal protection against this kind of stuff. And well, let, let me let me just highlight something that's a, that's a perennial problem. You know, look at America. We came over here, what, 200-something years ago seeking freedom. Freedom of religion, freedom of association. Look at what it's turned into. All right, look at how YouTube started. Just a few dudes that wanted to share some videos and get other people's ideas out there. Now look at it. Then the corporate money came in. Something happens here, guys, and whatever that thing is, whatever that possession or that infection or whatever that is, that is what we have to attach. Well, what exactly? Principalities. I don't know how to prevent that, but whatever we do, like I'm on Minds.com, right? Uh And uh, I haven't had a Facebook since 2016. I'm like, I can't reach anybody. Nobody around here locally has these free platforms. Nobody has Gab. Nobody has the MeWe. Are you are you on Gab? And then when they do get it, it's just going to become corrupted all over again. So how in the world do we stop? It's just like when you plug one hole in the boat, another one springs up, and then you think even faster. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Well, I've been I, trying to I, that out a long time. I'll tell you what, um, and then, John, I'll let you kind of chime in, but uh, I had a, uh, a guest on my show. It's it, it's the first episode um, when, I, when I went from my old po- podcast to this new one. I used uh, his previous interview uh, for, the, for the first episode. It's Politics in the Pulpit. And... Um, Pastor Stephen Stover, he's you know he he uh, preaches a little church, uh, Life Point Ministries here in West Virginia, and uh, he uh, he said that you know it's it's all about voting with your dollar, you know, uh, you know, and and of course when your dollar becomes a digital currency, it's going to be different because then you're going to have to vote just not to vote, you know, you you can't partake at that point, but when you can still spend greenbacks. Um, you know, whether or not greenbacks anymore, but when you can still spend federal reserve notes, um, you know, you, you go to places that, you know, you, you let capitalism take it, you know, it's, 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 you, you spend money with the people that you support and who support freedom. And he, he, he actually said something that, you know, he thought that a lot of it is, you know, going and spending your money at places where you're not going to, you know, spiritually spending your money at places you know, um, you know, are anti-Second Amendment. Uh, spending money at places that you know are promoting agendas that you, that you, you know, a progressive liberal agenda that that you don't support. Um, you know, so um, 
I think maybe that's that's the the answer. But you know, up to up to the point where if we go into a collapse, and you know, you can already see again the mockingbird media go into the oh we're going to a global reset it's going to be a global bankruptcy reset and that's going to be very bad for everybody people are going to lose their pensions people are going to lose everything and they'll you know we'll be at that point where the money literally can go in the streets at that point <laughs> because a wheelbarrow won't buy a piece of gum but uh what do you think john what say ye well um you know i, I agree with you and I, and I really like the whole thing about throwing the money in the streets I mean, uh, you know, again, I'm I'm not preaching, but but you know, they talk about that in the Bible that they will throw their their gold into the streets because it becomes worthless. And at this point in time, you know, I mean, we still don't trade in gold. Uh, as a matter of fact, our our Federal Reserve notes are not even backed by anything now, I guess, other than the petro. But um, you know, we're we're entering into a new. And and I, I agree somewhat with the mainstream that this is a this is a form of a reset. Um, you know, uh, as far as financially goes, uh, yeah, we're 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 probably looking at at a at a, a giant paradigm shift. Uh, you know, going with the 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 cryptocurrency and and the tattoos and and, the and, and everything that we're the looking new at. That's what you mean. The new normal. Say it. That's the state-approved well, media uh, response there. The new well, normal. Well, that's what, well, that's what say they it, want, you but, slave. Say it. The new but, normal. But I, <laughs> okay, Sean, I thought we had this whole deal I'm about sorry. not talking I'm over sorry. top of it's, people. It's the spirit of 1776. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Uh, Infowarsstore.com. Go ahead, John. I'm anyway, sorry. Anyway, I'm sorry. To, you know, to get back to my point is that we're – the paradigm shift that I'm speaking of it is actually twofold. There's going to be the people who are willing to sell their souls for for the the uh, median comforts of of what money can purchase for you. But there's also the paradigm shift that that people are waking up, and and I have a firm belief in this that there's a lot of people that are they're coming awake to what's going on around them, and and there's a spiritual awakening that's happening too. And, and, you know, to paraphrase Alex Jones, you know, evil rises, but so does good. Good comes with that evil. Uh, it's it's the yin and yang of the universe. We we have to instead of instead of becoming depressed and and I, I know these are worrisome times, but and, and, and Chris and Emily, I applaud you guys because you guys are out here. You're on the front lines. You're with doing this. something. You're actually and, giving and, a and, damn and doing something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and you're trying to you're trying to promote an awareness that 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 some people may not be privy to, and if if we just keep hammering away, we can't save everybody. No, you know, it, it's just not possible. However, we can reach those who who are willing to to save themselves. And, and that's what we need to do, and, and they're battling against us. The technology is battling against us every single day. More and more people that have voices like ours that, you know, I, I believe we all are in harmony right here with each other, and, and they're doing their best to get rid of that because they can't do that. They cannot the, – the biggest thing that you do to break a human being is to remove all hope, and that's what they're trying to do. And, 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 the, and the voices that are crying in the wilderness, well, the wilderness is, is becoming more and more into town now. 
people are starting to see that, wait a minute, that crazy person that I heard a few years ago, well, wait a minute, look at what look at what they said and look at what's going on now, and, and they're starting to wake up. And, and there's a spiritual awakening, and, and, and again, Chris and Emily, you guys are you're, you're showing the grassroots. You guys are showing where this can go. And uh, again, I just have to applaud you, and, and I thank you for what you're doing, and I support it. I support you guys completely. Thanks, and we support you guys too. You got, I mean, I got all the same nice stuff to say about you. I don't want to repeat it, but you said it the best. But um, <laughs> it, this is what's key, man. What, the reason we're out here doing this, and I believe the reason you're out here doing this too, is because you see, you can see the gulags that people are thrown into. You can see the mass graves and people being dumped into them. You can Absolutely. see that. I, I bet you can feel the heat of mm -hmm. all the fires in the future that are to come, man. If we don't do something, I can see it. I can see it very clearly. Actually, I can see it. Clearly I, and it scares the hell out of me. I'm, I'm just going to say, I, I not only can see it, but you know, my grandpa was part of the greatest generation. He fought the Battle of the Bulge. He he. He came home with stories about how he helped liberate Sachsenhausen, yeah. and and he he brought home a Nazi scourge from that from that place that wow. was leather that would the the pommel had a swastika stamped in it the 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 scourge was leather with bits of metal stamped into it and when they when they liberated that place. When he picked that that up to take home with him, it was still wet with blood. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. So and, and that's why. That's why. You know, I. I. How could I not? I. Everything in me. I mean, how could I not do do something? Yep. Yep. My grandparents were in the, in World War Two as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I know uh, my grandfather got shot uh, in the lung. Uh, you know, it was one of those beaches. It wasn't Normandy, but he was in that area, battled the bulge and stuff, man. Yeah, and and look at it. He got shot, and all his his brothers got, died for what? For us to be locked in our home and wait for a, a, another, you know, Hitler, Mussolini, Stalin, or Mao to take over? I mean, who? Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and all these other horrible people. Bill Gates is the next Mengele. I mean, come on. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I I agree a hundred percent with that. He is he's definitely the he is the chief science officer for the new world order. There is no doubt about that. So oh, yeah, man. Let's let's talk about this for a second, because I I know people who actually have worked in COVID units. They have volunteered. You know, they I don't guess they I guess they were hired on to do it, and. They have come back, and, and I, I know that they're not the type of people who are going to um, overhype something. You know, I, I, they're not they're not doing it to be. They're what they're posting is because their soul was actually crushed, and they're they're going to have experiences that they're going to have to deal with for the rest of their life. But at the same time, what you know, this this is a bioweapon. It is a bioweapon. It didn't come out of a bat's ass. And then, no. you know, it, it just didn't happen that way. Um, even people who are totally fact-based say things like, if this was, you know, uh, uh, if it was a bioweapon, it's perfectly suited to be one, you know. I mean, it has gain-of-function. 
Francis Boyle, who I, he, he, you know, I respect his his opinion. I mean, it it has the gain of function, which they were studying, um, you know, and it, you, you follow the money. Bill Gates is tied to the the you know the quantum dot net technology. He's tied to the yep. vaccine technology. He's tied to the to the gain of function research with Fauci that was done. You can't, I mean, that can't be, that type of history can't be rewritten. The toothpaste can't be put back in the tube. You know, it's out there. So why, why are we allowing that? I mean, he, he obviously is. It's a technocratic takeover where once you have a quantum dot, this technology is going to advance to where, again, that the technocracy has always wanted, the technocrats have always wanted to measure every aspect of every moment of your life. That's how Watson. you achieve. That's how you achieve quantum supremacy, basically. Watson. But Watson. And, 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 since we're we're on the subject of World Thomas, War Thomas Thomas Watson. I've already said it. Yes. I mean, I mean, think about it. You know, I mean, and and. and uh, here a few years back going into a previous administration, I don't even like to mention the name, but a previous administration, they turned over to the VA, the Veterans Affairs Hospitals. Watson was the person, and of course we know it was a machine at this point, but Watson was making the decisions of who gets what treatment and when. And yep. I mean, that scared the shit out of me when I heard it the first time. I'm not going to lie to you that, that wow. Well, have think you... about think about that. And now we're talking about we're going to use IBM Watson and now tattoos, which is what it, that's how they marked the, the Jewish people before they put them into the Holocaust. Well, have you guys ever, you know, seen uh, the Star Trek with the Borg and the Picard and stuff like that? I've yeah. just been recently watching it with my girlfriend and I can't help but think. That's exactly what their goal is. They want to stick all this damn stuff to our head and our eyeballs, you know, make sure we're tuned into the Wi-Fi and just suck out our individuality, just stop all of our freedom. And Absolutely. And the main goal is or whatever the hell it is that they do there. But uh, I just was like, this is alarmingly similar. This seems like exactly what Apple would love to do, just stick that that. Google Glass right on your face and bolt it right into your neural network, man. Absolutely. Yep. Now, one of the uh, biggest debates that I've, I've encountered online is uh, whether God, I think that the difference with people who are for freedom and people who aren't is uh, the belief in God-given rights. Uh, I've gotten a lot of uh, hitback from that, saying that, you know, you can't take away someone's God-given rights because they're not yours to take, they're not the government's to take, they're yours only. And, uh, a lot of people have told me I'm selfish for thinking that, and I'm putting people in danger. But to me, trying to support uh, the entire world not being allowed to step outside their door is a million times more selfish to me. And I, that, that's been a lot. I think that's also at the core of what's happening is uh, God-given rights. Uh, a lot of people do not believe they exist. Or believe in God. So, therefore, you don't have natural rights. And I think that's part of the the. Tricking the spell, this thing that they've done to us to be like, oh yeah, since there's not a god, therefore you don't have natural rights. You're a blank slate, tabula rasa, correct? Hey, cut your wiener off. Hey, why don't you grow a vagina? You don't have. Yeah, to and there's 57 different genders now too, because you know we're all digital at this point. Right. Yeah, 
done, and you can't say anything about it. And if you don't use your pronouns, I think in Canada you get in legal trouble. Yeah, Bill C-17, yeah. I was following the Jordan Peterson thing on that, and, you know, that just went through. Nobody cared. If you misgender somebody, now you go to jail. Well, and again, it's all it's all the thought control. It's all the you know the 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 new speak aspect of it. Um, yeah. And you know, again, once you once you start down that path, it, it's hard to it, it's a, that's why they call it a slippery slope. Um, right. And and it's why what you all are doing, uh, what we do here, well, you know, what everybody does to push back, why it's so important. Um, I, I know that. Uh, that maybe uh, I, I don't know whether uh, you or Emily or who wants to answer this, but I, I guess there is a uh, maybe a protest on Monday at the Capitol. Is that is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, that was that was good to hear. I'd, I'd like to hear some more about that if you have any more information. By the way. Yeah, yeah, there is a delegate. Hold on, and we'll get his name. Um, what's his name? I'm I'm looking for it right okay. now. Right? Yeah, he's doing it at noon in front of the governor's mansion in Charleston. Uh-huh. Uh, he just—he has already asked the governor to come out and uh, re, re, uh, do a rebuttal with him. Um, his name is S. Marshall Wilson, uh-huh. and he is a West Virginia House delegates member from Glengarry, West Virginia. And uh, yeah, he made a post. Um, it shared into the uh, group about how he's wanting to do it at noon, and uh, anybody's welcome to come. But he's just wanting to present an argument to the governor and have him let him have the opportunity to come out and defend himself. I guess, guess, how do you all feel about, I mean, here in West Virginia, I mean, I I know that you all have posted about, you know, you you all are feeling the the bite, and and maybe, I guess, are you all uh, business owners? Is that what you? Yeah, yeah, I run a computer repair shop, and, um, yeah, she helps me out and stuff, and uh, I I do micro-soldering for uh, laptops, for cell phones, and things like that. And uh, when, uh, yeah, of course it's uh, it's affected me personally. Um, uh, affected everybody uh, personally. But um, yeah, I can't get my parts anymore. Um, you know, we trade looks different now. Uh, this is funny. I, I, you know, not funny, but other people find it funny. Um, so I'm trying to order my my cell phone screens and uh, replacement parts on Amazon. I'm like, screw this. I'm gonna try to continue my business. And uh, 20 days. Takes 20 days for it to get in, but then I saw another repairman post that you can get a dildo brand new to your house in two days. So you can go fuck yourself, but you know you can't fix <laughs> <laughs> uh, business running and feed yourself. We we can really see what society you know values as essential when when right. it starts to hit the fan. I mean, you know, you can't. Yeah, man. It's <laughs> but so uh, I mean. Uh, overall, here in West Virginia, I mean, I, I think we're not, you know, super far left of the spectrum. What, overall, how, what's your, what's your, how would you grade what we have here in West Virginia, the, the government's response? Oh, it's terrible. But um, what, what's shocking me is that a lot of other people around me aren't mad. Um, or maybe they don't know, or maybe they're... That, I don't know what it is, but, um, you know, I, I know 164 people is a lot in, in less than a week, but, you know, honestly, I was kind of expecting maybe 3,000. I mean, how in the world did Michigan and some of these other states cobble together so many people? Um, maybe their measures were more draconian in that state, and they were just like, this is too much pressure too quick. We're going to go come out here and well, really show you more, but... Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, you, you could be shadow banned. They they could be they could be cranking you back uh, as well. Yeah. Have you have you been on any? Well, I don't even know if you can test for a Facebook page uh, other than like a a, a personal. Pro- I've never tested for like my my actual. We can see how many people view the post. Usually on a good post, maybe 70 or 80 people will see it. So that means it's only popping up in about 70 or 80 people's news feed, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a good point as well. It, we could be being suppressed. Um, but I've tried to talk to people in person uh, in my area, and uh, it seems to turn into an argument. But then sometimes they're like, yeah, this is communism. I'm absolutely upset about it. we got to do something. But um well, I think the best response, okay. I, I'm sorry, sir, uh, but I, I think the best response, I just want to throw this out there before I forget it, is uh, remember you said that in 120 days, uh, because I think right. I think about that in about that time, everybody's going to be going, wait a minute, you know, what What yeah. the hell is... Uh, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Just, you know, but go ahead, John, what were you saying? Well, uh, to, to speak what, uh, to what Chris was saying is that, uh, you know, in, in my place of employment, and of course I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep that, you know, to myself, you know, uh, but I've, I've spoken with people, and, and there are some people that are, that are receptive to it to a certain degree, and then, and, you know, but then that you see this glaze that comes over their eyes. They're like, well, wait a minute now, you're into that conspiracy theory stuff, and and I'm not into that because I just I just watched MSN and and they're telling me the exact opposite of what you're saying. And even though I know you personally and I know that you're an honest person in general, I, I don't want to believe you anymore. And I, I think what I've discovered is is that you you reach that point with people that you scared the shit out of them and they're going I don't want to hear this yeah. I want to put my head back down in the sand cognitive so like dissonance my, like like what my dad always used to say burying your head in the sand is not going to save your ass from the lead that's flying in the air <laughs> and and that's what that I mean that I, I I think that there's that certain point that people will listen to you and then they go wait a minute I can't you're overloading my ability to to cognitive, cognitively understand because my fear factor is coming in now. And as a matter of fact, uh, just real quick, and I'll, I'll make this short. I had a little conversation with a coworker today, and I, I was going, "Well, you know, this, this stuff is being overblown." And he looked at me right in my face, and he said, "Well, people are dying from something." And I said, "I'm not saying that they're not dying from." The, the COVID-19, I'm sure there are. I, I, I don't know anybody personally. However, what I'm trying to tell you is, is that now that they're attributing any death to to COVID-19, I, they are they are purposely inflating the death rate in order to keep the fear going, because absolutely. that's how that's how you wrestle. Well, it, that's how you wrestle away people's freedoms it, as you keep them in here, fear. Here's something else that I want to point out. It it just hit it it didn't hit home for me but um extended family i guess my my uh aunt's brother uh lives in another state he just passed away suddenly and the family can't be there they're going to cremate him right and 
there's I mean and I don't know what they're calling it I don't you know I'm, I don't want to be you know uh, I don't want to misrepresent anything but but you know the fact is that that's something else that's alarming is your loved ones you know or you possibly you're going in you're sick they're talking about having to assess you know assess who lives and dies if you have a heart attack if you you know all these elective surgeries I mean again this is this is like if if America were in a car crash, I, our bumper it's it's so slow motion that our bumpers are just starting to ripple from the you know but but I mean eventually we're going to feel the crunch and it's coming and all those people now who who get mad are going to be you know like I said they're going to be caught by the wayside I think I, I really do. Um, yeah, because, uh, you know, I, I've tried and uh, gotten into arguments with people. Um, I'm like, hey, let's grow our own food. Let's try to prepare. Let's do something. And now I'm so far into preparing for just me and the people that were on board in the beginning. When they come around, I'm not going to have enough, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and they're not going to have it because they, they were like, Chris, you're crazy. So that's going to be very difficult. And I'm sure a lot of people that have been preppers through the years, um, that's going to be difficult too, because you have this reality of, I have this much food for the people that I care about. And we could have done this together. We could have. And, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't mean to sound like such a party pooper, but, um, that's, that's a real thing that's going to happen. Um, sure. It's called the fallout syndrome, the fallout shelter syndrome. The people that and the ants and the and the grasshoppers. I mean, these these are perfect examples. You know, the ants they 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 work and they toil and they toil all summer long and they put provisions in. And the grasshoppers they just eat all the time. And you're going to run in. You're going to run into that in society when when the society does eventually break down. Uh, you know, I'm playing that that's not what happens. But I mean. All the indicator lights are showing me that there, there, there's something that's way down the road, and and maybe not that far down the road, that you're going to find yourself in that position, and yeah, maybe even with people that you that you care about, but yeah. you have to make that decision at some point. Yeah, and um, you know, I, I I just feel like a loon saying, guys, guys, the government is coming, the government is coming, let's do something together. And then it's just like, ah, you know, calm down. You know Shut what's up. what's so funny is all these people who are who were always I don't know how I mean you're in the computer repair so I mean obviously you've been on a message board but I kind of like to go back and I've actually even saved a few screenshots I'd have to dig them back up but of where they would laugh and say oh the government is coming for my guns mm-hmm. and now mm-hmm. and now I I wish I could have found it when I was in Richmond um, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, you know, it, it's just it, the government has done everything that people have mocked me for over the years. It's Thank literally, yeah. I mean, well, they've taken the mask off now too. Before they were kind of like trying to kind of tiptoe around it and say, "Well, we're not coming after your guns. We just want common sense gun laws." And now they're just blatantly saying, "Hell yeah, we're going to take your AR-15." You know, yep. I mean, they they've come to that point that they've gotten so bold now. And they're in, and and they're emboldened because, and 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 with this situation that's going on now, they're proving their point. Look at, we got people. I can't go down to my local convenience store. I got to stand outside the door because there's two people inside the building. 
I have to wait. Yeah. What? What? You know, I mean, look, look, I'm going in. I don't give a shit. Y'all go on here and stand in line all you want to. I'm going on in that door. It's unlocked. I'm going in. If you want to throw me out, well, then so be it. Throw me out. But you're going to have to do it physically because I'm here to make a purchase. (laughs) You know? But in the big cities, they don't have those restrictions, you see. They only have those restrictions in towns that have small businesses. And that Mm -hmm. was yet another indication to me that this is just absolute communism. Mm -hmm. This is a takeover of our liberties. Amen, brother. I was saying that to my wife just the other day. This is this is not a spread of a virus. This is the spread of communism, 100% unequivocally. Yeah, because why would you want all the mamas and papas going to Beckley in the big city to get potentially infected when they could just stay in their small communities? Go to the Dollar General. Get let well, even better, stay in your house and just let the uh, you know let let the Amazon drone bring it right to your door. All right. So, right. Don't go and anywhere. Stay, 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 on the, stay on the plantation. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I think, I think the big deal uh, that I've seen go on is no one, especially no one my age in their like, 20s, really knows what communism is. Um, I was I was never taught it in school. I didn't figure out until after I got into high school. I always suspected something was up. But when I got out and really learned some actual real history and really learned the steps that were taken to get to where they got to where they're murdering innocent people left and right. Um, that's when I really started to realize that America was on the same path, and I got really scared. That's what really boosted me into uh, trying to be proactive about it, trying to make this group. Uh, yeah, it's been it's, you know, kind of history. Yeah, what really happened, and you find out every time, even going back to the Canaanites, man, Cain and Abel, mm-hmm. you had basically a communist and a free man fighting. Mm-hmm. And then you had the Canaanites and all their wickedness. It, Cain was the first guy to build a city. And then look at what uh, what all the cities bring. And then later on, you have um, Lot and uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, and it had to be destroyed. That was a Canaanite city. Um, mm-hmm. This has been going on for a long, 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 long time, guys. And they've just been called different things. Mm-hmm. But the enemy is the same. Absolutely. It's, Enemy is the same. Yeah, we have to, I agree. It's an ancient battle. There are cycles. You know what do the, the Hindus call it? The Kali Yugas. There's there's these mm-hmm. cycles. The Chinese had the dynasties. There are like these four phases. You have the savage warrior phase, and then you chill out a little bit, and you're an explorer, and then you're you explored everything and figured it all out, and you want to trade and make money off of your exploits, and then this happens: tyranny. They tyrant. Mm-hmm. They do this tyrannical power over all the money and the merchants and say, oh, you got to pay taxes. Whenever taxes come into play, that's when communism already has its claws in you and it's starting to inject the poison, man. So then after the, the tyrants take over, everybody gets mad, but people are too soft to do anything about it and rebel. And then slowly the men get more and more testosterone. The women get more and more estrogen. And then they kill those tyrants. And then the cycle starts over again to be the warriors and the savages and then explore and then merchant and so on and so forth. My question is, how do we stay in the merchant phase and keep the warrior and keep the explorer and just X out the tyrant? Well, it's say, I'm not going to go to this phase. History. History. Learn history. Learn history. Learn those phases and, 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 
and educate the next generation of those phases and show them where they're at and let's keep it there. Well, but they they don't do that anymore. It's all about too. I mean, I guess you know what do you do when you go in and you invade a country? You shut down its means of production, uh, producing electricity. You know, you blow up the factories, and that's what happened broke. to us economically. And again, going back to we were sold out by our elected officials and we're going to, you know, I and I we haven't even touched upon elections, how you all feel about, you know, voting by, you know, only by ballot and everything like that. I haven't even touched on that yet. Uh, you want to comment on that, Chris uh, or, or Emily or? No, that's bullshit. That is wrong. They can fake that. I don't even like the electronic ballot. Um, I think that. Do things traditionally, do it the hard way, count them by hand. You have less likelihood of someone being a communist liar fudging the numbers. We have to do it yeah, the they, hard way. They've been messing with the voting numbers since, what, the <coughs> slaves? Oh, yeah, since the slaves just got freed and they were allowed after emancipation to vote. The Democrats were the ones that fudged the numbers. They And all the black people were Republicans. Republicans were the ones that freed the slaves, everybody forgets, and the Democrats created slavery. You know what? I think I have an idea how maybe we can fix this. What if we had, and and it even ties into this virus, what if we could get a, like, if we could develop a virus in time, we could just add this, this, these tattoos, this smart tattoo that basically knows you are who you are, and that way you can vote. How about that? You all would be on board for that, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. Hey, I let's mean, do that. So, Maybe we should get somebody that's really smart and has a whole lot of money and thinks he's God. I, you know, I mean, let's let's put him in charge of that. Right. <laughs> so um, I don't know if you all heard it. Uh, Tom Roten uh, interviewed Rand Paul, and Rand Paul said something you know that I thought was pretty provocative, and and I think he's right. Um, is that you know. He obviously tested positive for COVID when when this whole thing broke earlier. Um, he was one of the the first ones, you know, that that they said, "Oh, he's he's got it." So, you know, he's back to work in hospitals now. He never displayed a symptom, even though he tested positive. And and what he was pointing out is, you know, how many people actually have this already? Have right. the antibodies to it versus, you know, and. You know, I've heard things as right now that the you know the death rate is somewhere around five point six percent. I and I just I can't see it as opposed. Question, Go ahead. I said I just question that. I mean, I know you were saying earlier um, that it, that it's a bioweapon, but you know that very well may could be. But I'm not even sure if it's of its existence. I mean, I. Mm-hmm. I need to see some stuff with my own eyeballs and and and, and see it under a freaking microscope, man. Otherwise, it's just still a psychic virus of communism to me. I think is the primary issue. I, I I'm not at all sold that it is a physical threat to me. And I know that's up for debate with a lot of people, but just me personally, I got to see something with my well, eyes. I I think that see here's here's why I think that. That it's, I mean, like I said, I know that the people, like John said, I know the people out there are, are quote unquote dying of something, okay. Yeah. But a lot of these people and and people in the know who know what the hell they're talking about, who are a lot smarter than me, have come out and said, you know, it is affecting, you know, swaths of the population differently. 
you know, old people, it's, it's very fatal. Young people, you know, it affects differently. Certain people, it affects the lungs. Certain people, it affects the kidneys. Uh, you know, again, it's, it's all these different things. And, you know, I guess as far as, you, you kind of have to, when you're diagnosing a disease, again, I'm not a doctor, but I would think you would have to have certain benchmarks that are the same to say that this is the same disease we're talking about. Does that make sense? And, yeah, and go ahead. Well, I mean, just, they're also throwing out there that there's, you know, there, the, there's and, 30 mutations. Yeah, I like to, you know, I'm, the, when you listen to the Mockingbird media say that there's all these different strains, then what that tells me is that, hey, we're locked and loaded, and we hit you all light the first time, and we're right. gonna we're gonna put the president. This all this is is impeachment. What 4.0? Um, right. I mean, it's it's just another attack. They couldn't do it any other way. So now they're gonna crash the economy, like like they have said. You for everybody from Bill Maher on down talking about crashing the economy and how great that would be for Trump and I mean for for Democrats in the in November. Then right on cue, we have this this quote-unquote pandemic so they hit the the president or the the u.s with with a light dose of it if that makes any sense it kills the elderly then the people have had enough of quarantine and and they don't want their damn rights trampled like we're talking about here so so you know then what happens though is the president you know, doesn't want to crash the economy. He doesn't want 200 million people to starve here. Well, I'm sorry, let's say 100 million people, 150 million people here in the U.S. starving or more. And so what, um, you know, what he does is he turns he turns the economy back on. And as soon as he does, then, well, whose call was it? It wasn't Mario Cuomo's because he said no. So right. he, so it's, it's the president. And then... That- and then they hit us with the 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 boogaloo shit. Then yep. it and then it is weaponized. It spreads. It, the you know and and people talk about quarantining and everything. I want people to understand the are not factors and how many how many people like one person will infect. Okay, but the thing is, as people talk about quarantining, how many people are moving? How many people have kids coming over that are social butterflies floating from place to place to place, and and they're going from house to house. I mean, I don't believe that one-tenth of the people locked down are actually quarantining properly. So how, no, how mean, does this happen? If it, if it is so small and it's so communicable, how does this benefit us? And I'll, I'll let you, I'll let I'd you. like to make a comment. Please. Okay, go for it, Chris. I'd say a large proportion of the, of the population, if it exists, I mean, I would say most people do have it and aren't showing symptoms like you said. Exactly. That's, I think several are asymptomatic, so there is really no logic in locking everyone down. It's also called immunity, you know. Mm-hmm. Some people are immune, you know, to diseases, and a lot of diseases, a large portion of us are immune to it. So uh, that's another factor that I don't believe is being talked about at all. And... Uh, yeah, again, uh, I, I'm, I'm of a belief uh, uh, that I think the vaccines that they're going to try to put inside of us is the real danger. Because oh, yeah. Who, that is, they won't release the ingredients to vaccines even now. 
what in the world are they really putting inside of us? Dude, they want, you know? they want immunity. They want immunity. Yeah, that, that, I was going to say that. that immunity. Immunity, not, not the inoculation immunity from the, from the virus, but immunity from, from people like us going, hey, what the hell did you just do? My, my arm fell off. Yeah. I'm going to sue go, you. Go ahead, Chris. Go get back to what you were saying. I, I'm sorry. No, 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 that's that's fine. No, no, you're right, because you can't sue them for vaccine damages. You can't. It, you can't. It's the Good Samaritan law. It's, it's tied into that somehow. A doctor well, trying a... to help you, so you can't sue any damages are incurred on a vaccine. Well, there, there's also a secret vaccine court, though. There, There is a vaccine court where where these um, these cases go before, and they're all they're all kept secret. They're all kept locked, sealed. So just like when uh, decided to kill Jesus. Exactly, it was a secret court in the middle of the night. Yeah. Again, this I you know I know some people might not like quoting the Bible, but man, there are answers in there. This has happened. Absolutely, that's the best. That's the best guidebook they ever written. Yeah, they're trying to warn people. Jesus Christ was trying to warn the world about communism. He was trying, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Okay, you want to go ahead and nail me on a cross? Let's see where this goes." Mm-hmm. And then, well, they even the- they they even associated him as a communist. They said that he was a socialist. They didn't call him communist, but they said he was a socialist. Jesus was a socialist. No, I don't think Jesus Christ was a socialist no. at all. <laughs> I don't believe that either. Said, if you don't have a sword, sell your cloak and buy a sword and basically fight naked. You know, he was not a communist. You know. He was right, right. But they're they're trying to put that in, you know. They're 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 trying to, because what they're doing is because they don't believe in him anyway. They're blaspheming is what they're doing. Right. It's it's That's that. What it's that image but, speaking a lot of blasphemies right there. In but the, but in they're the putting Bible. a narrative. They're putting in a narrative into into people's soft heads, and unfortunately, we have a lot of people that have soft heads. They're they just they, whatever is put into their head is what they believe. They don't question it. They don't say, "Hey, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense." They just buy it, hook, line, and sinker. They run with it. Then they start to promote it, and then that's where the uh, like the herd immunity. Well, there's a herd mentality too. That it, it's the lemmings. When the lemmings run off of the cliff, the one lemming sitting there going, "Hey, where are all you guys going? Well, let me run with you." Oh, we're going off a cliff. Okay, well, you guys are doing it. So am I. And 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 that's what they've done. And and that's how communism works. Um, there's a really great um, interview from 1985, and and the man's name escapes me right now because it's a Russian name, but he was a, he was a Russian KGB agent, and and he worked in propaganda. And he finally, he woke up to it, and he, he found his way to the United States. He defected. He, he told everything that he could, and, and he did what he could. But then he did an interview, and he was talking about how that what they did is that they put people in from the Communist Party into the, into the colleges. They introduced all of these socialist uh, professors, and... They were amazed. The Kremlin was amazed at how easily that it, it, it was put into our society. They thought it was going to take a generation. Uh, I just learned this recently. A generation is 40 years. But yeah, you're Kesmanov. I've watched a lot of Yes, yes, that's exactly him. Yep. 
and, yeah. and to hear that interview, I mean, just talking about it right now, I've got chill bumps because it's like, holy crap, that's how they did it, guys. There's no secret to this. This was a plan. So the hippie movement was orchestrated by the KGB. The mm-hmm. hippie movement, now, you know, not if, if you are careful, you know, psychedelics can be beneficial. But, man, they can really mess your mind up and kill you and, de- and destroy your whole understanding of everything. But, you know, a lot of ancient cultures, the Egyptians and the Blue Water Lily, I mean, there was some religious significance uh, uh, where people used to take them in a church setting. Well, However, absolutely, like peyote with the with the uh, Western American Indians, you know, that was part of their rituals. Yeah, and uh, people have done ayahuasca ceremonies that have kicked uh, opioids. So like, uh, I, I've got a nuanced opinion on it, but basically the hippie movement was designed to destroy families, get people to, you know, get their rocks Ooh, uh, off drugs only, not coming together, not having a, a wholesome dialogue, but, you know, destroying feminine energy, destroying masculine energy, having men become feminine and women becoming masculine, um, all of that kind of stuff used with psychedelics softens your mind up for the programming that the communists wanted to insert into your mind. So all the communists were over in India, and then all the hippies and everybody was going to India for their spiritual journeys, Yuri Bezmanov was saying. And mm-hmm. then the Russians would be like, yeah, yeah, you're actually more like a chick, and you're more like a dude, and, you know, yeah. Confusion and chaos, Confusion and chaos while they're tripping acid, man. And then these people come back with these ideas and spread that idea with the psychedelics to soften the minds and then be like, yeah, we're all one, free love, man. Yeah, if you don't have sex with me, that's offensive. So that kind of shit and the communal living, literally commune, communism. Communism, absolutely. Dissolving the family, the nuclear family, that's mm-hmm. how Russia, they could destroy us. Even... That's how they, where they had to attack us was at our morals, with our religion, our culture, and how we even have sex with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so, right. yeah, what's your thoughts on that? <laughs> Well, the, uh, I mean, I've, I've even heard people say that the quote-unquote British invasion with the Beatles, I mean, you know, it's all about moving the Overton window. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, programming, that's why they called it television programming, is because that's what they were doing. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, it's, it's, it's nothing new. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it is. They, we are locked in, and, and that's why we are where we are. Um, well, to go with what Sean said about the, the about the programming, is that they, you know, when when you're watching a flicker rate, and and it, yep. it doesn't necessarily need to be on TV. It could actually be a strobe light, or you know, and that's why you know to go with touch with what Chris was talking about using the hallucinogenics, a a, a, a strobe light was man. That was the way. That's how you started your journey. Well, that same flicker rate can be done into the programming of the TV. And and your and your mind, your brain gets set up in a beta way, and and I'm sure that you all have seen this at some point in your lives. Um, that that you, that you watch children and they're watching TV and their mouths are taped open and they have a blank stare and you can talk to them and they don't hear you. They are uh, the medium of light is is a very strong because you the. Second what, what most was, what strong was connection called? to your brain the is through eyes. 
what was Lucifer called? The light bringer. The light bringer, so, yes. So, yeah. Or the you know, morning star. There's there's several names so, for him. He's went by but, many. I, you know, it's Chris. You uh, you said that uh, we're we're also uh, doing something new here. We're, we're streaming, uh, I guess, over Facebook as well. Uh, do you have? My wife does, is watching right now. Does anybody have any puppy. questions, or uh, did do you said that, that you had some ideas? I, I wanted to kind of maybe give you a little bit of rain there to do what you wanted to. You know, maybe uh, you said you I'll had some. It. Comments from people. Uh, if anybody has any questions, uh, they should post them on here for anyone who's listening. Um, so far, we've had James Mullins. He said that uh, biological warfare is correct from China and for the population control is what I think. And he said, we need USA made and raised foods 100%. Democrats are loving this mess for pushing their agenda for high unemployment rates and jobs failing and now trying to push for mail-in votes only in November because they know that's the only way they could win with trashing a lot of the red state votes. Mm -hmm. Freedoms are being tested, and people better wake up. And then he, uh, we had uh, Judy Rogers King, and she said, "Proud of what you're doing. For what it's worth, I've got your back." That's so awesome. That's all. The that's all the comments we have right now. If we have any questions pop up for me, we'll uh, we'll read them out loud. And awesome. We'll awesome. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, I guess I guess the next question here is, what is the you know the uh, everybody is uh, one other thing that that I saw that was really alarming, and we we kind of touched upon it, you know, during it. But the the actual 501c3 church versus the 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 church where two or more are gathered. Um, you know, we're kind of seeing, um, and I, I think it's been a because I've I've met with with a lot of different you know. Uh, uh, candidates and, and things like that across the state, and, and you know, a, a lot of people ask me. You know, a lot of them would ask, "Where do you go to church?" And I, I got a lot of looks when I when the, you know when I would say I don't really go to a five hundred one c three church, and this is exactly why I don't go to a five hundred one c three church because, you know, and I'm not I'm not I'm not going I'm not saying don't gather. I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is, I think a lot of people are starting to wake up and see how, yeah, they because they're a 501c3, they can suffer a lot more ramifications than people just just praying, you know. And and you don't have to, you know. I, I've just always had a problem with with how uh, tyrannical the 501c3. Um, you know, uh, provision there was with the, you know with churches and how, like we saw, um, you know, during the election, we we saw uh, conservative people being you know conservative groups being uh, basically their their applications were being put on hold while the the liberals were just being being swept through rubber stamped, and. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what what have you all seen? I mean, do you think it's a wake up call to the pastors out there, to the preachers, or do you think they're buying into the let's everybody love each other on Facebook because it's easier to sit in your pajamas and watch me talk? I've noticed um, there's been I'd say a small percentage of the preachers I've noticed are upset about them uh, telling people I can't gather, but from what I've seen around here, most of the preachers are going along with it and cutting off services and doing them online. So I don't think a lot of the preachers have given a lot of a lot of resistance to it. What do you think? Um, well, I'm going to go ahead and say something extremely controversial, but, you know, it's what I believe. I don't think a lot of these preachers that are just going along with it are true Christians. I don't. I don't think it has anything to do with the religion at this point or the belief in God and worshiping Christ. It's keeping a job. Um, if, 
everybody would have rose up and said, you know, I'm not going to let Easter get canceled for the first time in 2,000 years. I'm not going to let that happen. Now, uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty angry about it, and uh, I might not, you know, into some people's opinion, have a very Christian spirit about it, but let me remind everyone that Jesus Christ himself flipped the table and cracked a whip at all the Pharisees and people trying to dictate what everyone does. So um, I don't see any of that uh, fire in any of these preachers around here, and it's extremely disappointing to me. So that's what that's my two cents. Well, I I say with that, uh, uh, you know, the spirit of God is the spirit of a sound mind, and there are there are people that hey, look, I I I got a church. You guys got to come listen to me. Uh, You you pass the collection plate around. You guys, you know, we're going to take care of the community. We're going to do all this, and and it's all it's all lovey dovey touchy-feely stuff, which which buys into the whole idea that, that we need to we need to consider each other's feelings. Well, you know, yes, let's do that. Let's be considerate to people. But when there's a wrong, let's call it a wrong. Let's let's not sugarcoat it and push it off to the side and pretend that it doesn't happen. Let's actually call a wrong a wrong. And that's that's where the uh, the powers that be, shall we say, do not want the fire and brimstone preachers who thump the Bible and say, listen, people, you guys are doing wrong. You have to atone for your sins. Jesus Christ has paid the price, but you still have to have a conversation with him. Here are the words of God. This is what Jesus said. This is what happened. And and they've lost that because, well, they want to keep their tax exemption. They don't want to lose that. They don't want to step on anybody's feelings. They're afraid that they're going to lose their flock because they're going to say something that they don't agree with, and they're going to leave. And it's not that they're losing the flock. It's losing, they're losing the fleece. They're losing the shears of that flock, which is, is the collection plate. And, and, and by no means do I say that all churches are just money-generating machines. But that's what they've become, a, a majority of them. And I'm not going to pick on any denomination or anything. You know, I'm, 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 not, I'm, I'm just saying in general that the, the fire in the preacher, the preacher is supposed to set you on fire on Sunday. When you go to work Monday morning and you're thinking about what he said, you're yeah, I'm going to kill this ground. I'm going to make I'm going to make things right for my family. We'll give the glory to God and I'm going to I'm going to do the right things. But now they're going, hey, you know, it's OK if you're gay. You know, yeah, yeah it's not. you don't you don't have to repent from that, even though in Leviticus 18, it says that a man should not make way with a man as he does with a woman because it is an abomination to God. Now they just they just skip over that part. They just, okay. just kind of rip that part out of the Bible and they go on with it and they say, hey, give me give me your ten dollars every week. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I agree with you, man. It's a slippery slope. Yeah. Um, even in the. Um Methodist Church, they fly the LGB flag now, the rainbow flag. Yes. Some of them up north. Um, I know that was a fight with the Methodist churches down here, and I don't know how it how it all washed out. But um, yeah, they wanted to call God an it in the Methodist Church, and God be a non-binary, right? So, yeah, you're absolutely right. Communism has infiltrated most of these churches. Um, and most of these pre- and let me just say this: the preachers are supposed to be the shepherds leading the flock, 
Yep. The shepherd allows the flock to lead the shepherd. He says what he thinks people want to hear, so they'll keep coming and keep putting in that collection plate. The money itself has infiltrated churches. The root of all evil is the root of the churches now. And since that money talks, and since everybody's opinion is so important to the preacher, the preacher can't no longer preach the Word of God. Well, they, they, they always want to say that there's separation of church and state. That's one of the biggest things that liberals love to say or progressives or however you yeah. want to put the label on it. They want to say there's a separation of church and state, but then yet the state's coming in and saying, hey, if you preach this, you're going to lose your, you're going to lose your money. You're going to lose your exemption. Your church is going to fail. Well, if, if there's so much in belief of separation of church and state, then how do they dare infiltrate into the sermon that the preacher wants to preach? Well, if there's a separation of church and state, to go back to it, how do they tell you you can't congregate regardless of what's going on? Well, I I was coming to that. I mean, how can they say, say, I mean, regardless, you know, I mean, to all the other issues, I mean, regardless of, of where it's at, you know, the Christian churches, they were threatening with, hey, we're going to go by and we're going to take down your license plate numbers and we're going to pursue that. And yeah. and we're coming up to the point with medical tyranny, uh, again, and this has always been my big issue, is where it's, okay, now they have these apps that are going to say, well, so-and-so was around so-and-so according to his biometric data on his phone, which we already have. Just because we don't have the quantum dot in our skin doesn't mean that they don't have all our, what they call human domain mapping. Um, It doesn't mean they don't already have how we walk. They can identify us from our cell phone by how we walk, the things we say, what we search, the way we log in, how long we swipe, where we swipe. I mean the hot the hot spots on the you know on 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 the website when you're when you browse it. I mean all those things, and um, you know it's it's just a matter of it's it's all there, and so they know who was around who. They know you know this all of this stuff already. It's just the incremental rollout of it now. And so if so and so is allegedly sick then they can come to your house, knock on your door, and force a test and a swab up your nose. That could be infected with corona because there's already, you know, reports out there where, you know, kits are arriving that aren't even valid test kits, you know, that say, hey, you know, you you might have an an antibody to to corona, but... that were already infected or something, I think. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. California or somewhere. I can't quite remember. I now, just see something. Now, what's going to happen when they come to some people's houses and they don't want you there? What's going to happen? What's going to happen when they start shooting what? those people on the face and saying, oh, he tried to infect me? How many people are going to get alarmed at that point? Well, we should, because I mean, that that's where it breaks down, I think. I, I think at that point, when that starts happening, we'll, we'll be in a point of breakdown. And, I mean, they're already talking about, I don't know if you caught it, uh, if you all caught it two days ago, but when de Blasio was on talking about the plan that they're going to roll out, where if you have COVID, you'll either be isolated at home or you'll be isolated in a hotel room. And, log, yeah. Yeah. So, and now they're, what they're not saying is these hotels are going to be have private security. 
that private yeah. security guards are going to watch you, and you're not going to be able look to leave. What yeah, look what happened in Spain three weeks ago. I mean, that that was shared to to you guys. Um, I saw that. Site. I saw that, and I almost oh. I almost had to call BS on that because it looks. I mean, if if people are allowing them, I mean, by God, somebody come and pick me up off the street. Do that. Somebody come and pick my ass up off the street and try to throw me into a van. Please. Please, oh God, please, 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 please come and try and grab me that way. Yep. I mean, just just do it. Just one time. Yeah, I mean... The bodies hit the floor. They'll whip out all these weird-ass James Bond things and put some stun bullshit in your neck, and you're just... Who fucking knows what they really have, well, man, honest. Well, I mean, but it, but but in all seriousness, that's it, I mean, it's when the when is the when is enough? When are our elected officials? I mean, I've seen like like uh, um, you know one a high-ranking Republican post something that said you know when when the government fears tyranny, you have or I mean when the government fears the people, you have uh, what is it uh, liberty, and uh, I'm sorry I, I messed the quote up. Uh, the quote goes something like Frank, this: when, when, when the government fears the people, you yeah, have liberty. Yeah, okay. When the people fear the government, you have tyranny. Yeah. Who said that, Jefferson? I believe yeah. it was Jefferson or Hamilton. I'm not okay. sure. I, I've seen that. A- anyway, it, anyway, it but, was one of them old dudes that nobody gives a shit about hey. anymore. Okay, so let's just be honest about that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yep, nobody cares. You're right. They were racist. <laughs> <laughs> But but owners, you bastards. But in all seriousness, Sorry, I, I mean, mean I mean, in all seriousness, that I mean, when you see when you're seeing politicians and and people, you know, in in the circles that that post that kind of stuff, you gotta ask yourself where you are in history. And um, you know, it's it's uh, and, and I feel like a jackass for for messing that up because the, you know, uh, but you know, it, it it's the point that. People are actually, I mean, you know, people in the know, people who, 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 you know, have influence are seeing this and they're responding to it. And, and hopefully it's not too late, but I think it is. Um, but I, I, fear, I fear that as well, man, because um, have you ever heard of Alexander Solzhenitsyn and the Gulag Archipelago? Solzhen, yeah, Solzhenitsyn, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so that dude documented perfectly what happened. And uh-huh. he just said people hid in their houses listening to the rapes of their neighbors and the gunshots afterwards that, and when they were done. And then they were like, they're not going to come over here, they're not going to come over here. And then they come over there and rape your fucking family and then shoot you. Mm-hmm. And then take your food, take your guns. Solzhenitsyn said, if only, if only we would have said to each other, let me get my hammer, let me get my shovel, wait for the guards to come in. They're going to kill a few of us, but let's just beat their faces in and stop them, take their guns, take their trucks, and go get the next neighbor and say, hey, guys, we're not taking this shit anymore. I'm mad as hell. We're going to stop these motherfuckers. We're going to stop this communism if I have to fight with a shovel naked. Now, they didn't do that. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that. And how many people died? What, 50 million? That's lowballing it. What happened is they went to all the farmers and the people that self-sustained, the preppers, yep. and they said, hey, this shit's mine. The cities are starving. And all the intellectuals and politicians are like, yes, see, they have all this stuff and they're hoarding it. And you Meanwhile, know they work their ass off to get all that food, and then all these communists come in here and take their shit. Now, luckily, some of them burnt their fields and salted the earth and out of spite and said, fuck you, and took off. 
and and got out of the country. But man, most people didn't. Most people hid out in the countryside, thinking they're not going to find me. They're not going to get me. But they did. The food ran out. Years later, they come out looking for you, and they kill your family. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen here. People need to pick up their shovels, man. I just want to say I love you guys. Seriously, man. You guys are on fire, and I'm loving it. Well, thanks, man. I mean, shit. It's just really making me mad. I, I can see it. I just... Yeah, if, any, if you know accurate history, it scares you really badly. If you even have an iota of what has happened previously, because this happened countless times, we, should, we shouldn't let their deaths be in vain. We should use the information they left behind and use it so we can save ourselves, mm. I think. Absolutely. Well, that's the lessons of history. And, 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 and again, this brings me back to the education system that we have now. And, and you touched on this earlier, Emily, about our, uh, I'm sorry, I, I did say that right. It's, it's not Emmy, is it? Emily, Emily. Emily, okay. Some people go by Emmy. I'm sorry if I, if I misspoke. However, you were, you were talking about the Common Core math. Well, uh, you know, I deal with that every day. And, yeah. and and I, I I have an 11 year old daughter and yeah. this really to be honest with you the way I feel about it is is that this was this was God's way of saying hey look bring your children home and you teach them because what what is being brought to you and and for example is the Common Core math and yeah. and, and really 100 percent what the Common Core math was designed to do was to drive a wedge further between the child and the parent that's yeah. why they, that's why they have all this extracurricular activity and and keeping the child more and more in school and more and more away from the parents and 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 to look at the economic side of that is is that the economy you know we pretty much and, and we did it to ourselves we've gotten to the point where you have to have two people working well if, if two people are working one person needs to stay at home while the other one's working or, you know, and, and sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. So both parents are gone at the same time. And now we've allowed the state to become our babysitter. And, and we think in our mind that, well, you know, they're getting an education and they're, and they're learning sportsmanship and they're learning all of these things that we would like to teach them. But we're allowing these other people to teach them and we don't even know what they're teaching. And when they do bring their work home for us to help them with it, it, it's something that we don't understand. And that was a plan. It was a plan to to not only to uh, stifle the the parent-child relationship, but it was also to set up a, a, a point of failure in order for because the parents become frustrated because they want to help their child and they become frustrated. What what I have personally myself seen with with my child being in school was that they set this math up to where I can't understand it. They don't really understand it. But what 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 the school, the education system is requiring me to do is to have the child teach me how to do it so I can help them do it, which sets up this frustration between between the student and the parent. Both people are frustrated, and, and, and they stop. That's when you start yelling, I don't give a damn what your teacher says. <laughs> yeah, but we, send them, but we send them to school, and we tell them, now you listen to the teacher. You be good, and you do what they say. And then, and then we confuse them even further with that exact same statement. Yeah, what I noticed with Common Core Math, 
I, I graduated in 2016, and we, we, I was in the class, I think we were the oldest class. They always refer to us as the guinea pigs because we're the first class that got introduced in this stuff. And I remember some of my uh, classmates I graduated with are actually in this group. We had to do, we, we took an algebra class, and when we went to high school, it no longer counted as a math class because it wasn't up to So what happened is they nailed, they took the highest I don't know, the, the tallest, yeah, the tallest nail and hammered it down. So the, the smartest people that were excelling past everyone all through my high school years, especially in math, got put down with the people who did not do as well because it said we had to give the opportunity to everyone to, to exceed what? and we have to slow it down so they can keep up. So we what have happened? to be fair. They got to flatten the curve. They got to flatten the curve. Right. Yeah. We all got yeah. to be fair. My, my, my problem is, though, is they didn't make the parents comfortable. <laughs> right. Flattening uh, the curve metaphor is applicable across the board. It is. And it I is. think that's part of their, uh, what do you call it, predictive programming. Uh, yep. mm-hmm. um, yeah, dude, that's exactly what's going on. Um, and I wanted to bring up, you know, the Matrix. And I don't think it's any mistake that we use red, red pill, blue pill, all these terms from the Matrix, wake up. Um, and then both of them are transsexuals now. I mean, is that a coincidence or what? I think that whenever people tell the truth, whenever they're doing something too on the nose, they have to do a public humiliation. They have to, you know, cut their genitals off. They have to act silly. They have to do something. Um, what was his name? The guy that did Eyes Wide Shut. Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick, yeah. He did some really um, big-time predictive programming stuff, and Eyes Wide Shut was right on the nose of what these secret cults are doing. Oh, except that, they left that got him killed, kill. I think. I think that got him yeah, killed. they killed him. They killed, they killed him. They killed Stanley Stanley Kubrick when they gave him permission to do it. It's part of their satanic ritual. It's part of this whole thing that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, this soul cooking stuff with Maria Abramovich and spirit, Lady Gaga. Yeah, spirit cook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you did you see Mouthy Buddha's new uh, documentary on the whole Pedogate thing and how they deleted it and they're deleting anybody uh, posting that video? Uh uh-uh. Well, no. I mean, but it's it's nothing new. I mean, they that's again the AI gods have have taken right. over. I Moloch. Mean, oh, I worship Moloch. Right. Oh, look at the owl god of wisdom. Yeah, man. Um, but but also they in that documentary he connected all of these politicians, the same people calling for lockdown, quarantine, safety. These same pedophiles that you know he was. They're saying they eat these kids. Yep. There's, I don't even want to get into it, guys, but truly, truly dark, satanic stuff. And the people that are doing these things are the ones making up our laws. Adrenochrome. Adrenochrome, man. Yeah, yeah they terrify the little kid, and that's how they do the soul cooking. And then when it's terrified, they, whatever, they consume it. They eat the kid. They well, do whatever. And they drink there. their blood, at least. What is it? <clears throat> they drink their blood because it's because it's filled with adrenaline, and and they feel that that's what gives them their well, they their also, power. Dude, they also yeah. chew on the the uh, the uh, the adrenal glands and the the, right. the what is it the pituitary gland and stuff right. as well. All this fucked up shit, and then you see Joe Biden, <laughs> yes, Clinton, 
all of them have these weird twitches. I mean, they look like they have prion disease, man. Like they right. human brain. Have you like, ever noticed the ones how they all have black eyes at some point? They all have 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 been punched in the eye. Eyes. The shaking, the shaking of their head and their hands. I mean, that is what happens to cannibals. That you know? is absolutely true. Yeah, yep. yeah dude. And I just, I, it, it, I'm not surprised. What what is making me upset is. Other people are just like, oh, no, that's sick, that's crazy, oh, gross, nasty, shut up. And I'm like, God, why is there all this evidence of, of, of this going on? Where's all these missing children? And it kind of dives right into why they want open borders. You know, all these kids, all these, uh, you know, Mexican kids and Central American kids coming up through here, gone, no record, no Social Security number. How about all these poor kids in poor neighborhoods, you know, um, there was a really cool, um, another predictive programming show called True Detective with uh, McConaughey and uh, Woody Harrelson. And yeah. it even the swirl symbol that the FBI has um, posted on their website that this is a child pedophile ring, this blue swirl going in a clockwise fashion. Mm. It was in that show, and they were talking about all these politicians connected to all this stuff, all these cops in on it, getting paid for it was just part of the way our government works. Now, supposedly, though, right too, um, wasn't there, I mean, isn't there like some kind of civil war or something going on in New York um, with the cops who have, I, I think they have, now this this could be, you know, like I said, this is just what I'm hearing, but like that the actual good people in government who who aren't part of it, who aren't promoting this secretly, they have, I think, pulled or still have uh, Wiener's laptop or maybe it disappeared but they have right. the information but supposedly exactly. there's something under the surface now I'm not going to go Q because I'm I'm not a big Q believer I think yeah me neither I, I don't know I, about I, I believe if I, I like people who say it how it is well, now I'm and, offended. Don't, and don't talk around oh, well, you know what <laughs> fuck you no I'm just picking <laughs> um, but no uh, you know I just I think uh, you know I think if you're going to uh uh, if you have information to share, you need not be so cryptic about it. You need uh, to get it out there. I think sunlight's the best disinfectant. Um, oh, yeah. But, uh, you know. Yeah. It's... I, I think it's kind of fishy about the Q thing. He's like, don't worry, there's a plan. Kind of calm us all down from not having our own plan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Makes me very upset um, because a lot of these people that follow Q, they could be good contributors to true freedom instead of waiting again on another government daddy figure Q who's going to come in and save us. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I, I, I agree with that 100%. And, and, and that that is another issue that we have is that, that people are going, well, you know what? I'm not going to do anything about it because there's somebody out there. And, yeah. and, and, and we can name a thousand names. But but we're waiting we're waiting on uh what was that song Bonnie Tyler sung in the eighties I'm waiting on a hero you know he's got to be he's got to be strong he's got to be fast and he's got to be fresh from the fight well right. instead instead of waiting on that hero be it yes. be it amen and, it, and 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 if the only way that you can be a hero is exercising your God given right to speak then by all means stand up because i will stand right beside you and say shut up and listen to this guy for unless a it's unless it's counter to the to the uh accepted scientific covid narrative and then you should shut up yeah okay it. 
You should okay, shut well, up or you will be silenced. You will be removed I, I, from Facebook and you will no longer be allowed to participate and play in other in the reindeer games. Hey, look, guys, I, I, I don't mean to interrupt. My, my phone is telling me that I'm about to be out of uh, uh, power. So oh, that's good. I just want, we, don't need I to, just, we don't need to plug into a wall for, for any episodes. Well, I can't. Like that. I can't. Because <laughs> uh, uh, there's other people that are using the one charger hey, you've made it we longer. because, you know, we've been on, on quarantine for the you've last it, four weeks and have, we haven't been able to work. So we can't made afford it longer. another one. You have made it longer in this episode than you have the last two, so I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Yeah, well, so well at, at least this time I'm not saying fuck you and hanging up well, without saying anything. Well, that's, I appreciate you do, not doing that this time. So, uh, However, so, however, I, I do have something that I want to say, and I want to kind of go back with, with what Chris said earlier about the red pill and the blue pill, how, how ironic that was. Well, what I found extremely ironic was during the previous administration, again, I, 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 I can't bring myself to say the name without uh, puking in my mouth just a little bit. So I'm going with the previous administration. He looked at the American people and he said, well, if you can take the red pill for this amount of money and you can take the blue pill and it does the same thing and it's cheaper, why not take the blue pill? That, that resonated with me talking about the matrix that resonated with me and, and and there again there's that where they kind of just reveal their face just a little bit and then put the mask back on and say well this is for your own good well also also sociopaths leave a tail they leave a calling card they they have well, to... all serial killers do the same thing well, they, they kind saying. of want to be caught yeah you know they kind of want to be caught they want someone to admire their satanic work. They have to because that's the only afterlife they believe in is someone admiring their their sadistic nature. I gotcha. Well, exactly. Hey, well, guys, guess what? I've got a power cord now, so I may not have to leave so abruptly. Well, bless your heart. I was going to say, we're, we're at about 10 minutes. We're, well, we, we got about, uh, about uh, 11 minutes from uh, two hours. So, uh, you know, we... Uh, I guess as far as everything goes, did anybody ever come up with any questions? Does anybody have any questions? Any any more comments? Anything's like anything like that? We only got one more comment, uh, Holly Ann. She said her husband's husband is an RN. He got sent to Brooklyn at a hospital. He said, just so you can imagine, the mortgage outside, four events, ten signed up together, maybe fifty yards on. He says the family and friends are not taken lightly. So that's in that's in Brooklyn, such a city. Yeah, so, uh, maybe it is real, and uh, but I still don't think it's an excuse to take anyone's freedom. Well, and and again, I think it's fun. No, it's it's not. Uh, I don't think you know. Again, anything. I don't care if there's literal zombies walking around outside. You know, we have a right to you know to to be free, ultimately. And the people who want to quarantine, quarantine. And if you right. think that you are being safe by quarantining, yet other people still come by. Other people still stop and see you on Sundays. You got the, you still go to the grocery store, um, you know, twice a week. I mean, come on, uh, you know, th- th- do what you think is is safe for you, but don't be prudent. Be yeah. prudent, but let's not shut the whole economy I mean, down because the government is going to tell us to be prudent. That, that, again, they're dictating to us, and I'm not saying Trump, uh, I, and, and because it's not really the government. 
um, at, at, at this point in time where we're, we're being pressured by all sides to do what they're, we think is right. No, they're and, using and fear we're being to threatened. do. We're, we're do we're, they're using fear to get us to do what we think is safe, not what we think is right. Exactly. That's two different well, things. I guess. I acquiesce. Before we go, I'd like to touch on something I think is paramount to this entire debacle. Yeah, man, go for um, it. So, uh, you know, I have a point to this. It, it might take me a minute. I'm going to try to keep it short. But, um, take okay. Time. Priest class, um, preachers, popes, um, all the people that were was disseminating religion hundreds of years ago, okay? Um the primary reason that a church is set up the way it is with pews and a single person at the front, I think, number one, kind of re- reflects our right and left hemisphere of our brain and the preacher being the pineal gland, binding it together, and the, perhaps the ego of the church going forward. But really the main practical reason that there were preachers and popes back then is because they were the only people that knew how to read and write. Um, reading and writing was not prevalent. Uh, hundreds and thousands of years ago, because you had to make a handwritten copy of a book. Mm-hmm. So most books were actually written by another man, and that was very hard to get a hold of. So since it was so hard to get a hold of, you had a bottleneck of information through uh, being being orator. All right, England invents the printing press during, under King James's rule. And then the first thing that's printed is the Holy Bible, the King James Version of the Bible. Um, the uh, Catholic Church had a problem with this, because then everybody else was going to be able to interpret the Bible on their own. This generated the Protestant movement, and I cannot stress how important this event in history is. This unlocked people's ability to get a book in their hands and then go get an education and learn how to read it, and then write other things themselves. That piece of technology, the printing press, you know, started all kinds of wars that the the Pope was secretly trying to, you know, oh, England, they can't, this King James guy, this is absolutely unacceptable. People are going to not need me anymore. They're not going to need me to lead them anymore. Mm -hmm. And then Martin Luther got on and talked about all this stuff. Okay, the exact same thing is going on with the medical and people and the doctors. They are claiming that this stuff is so complicated and hard to decipher that you need an interpreter. You need a priest. You can't understand 12 years of medicine like me. You can't understand all of this. It's absolutely hopeless. But, you know, I'm here to say that that's not right. There is all kinds of resources on the Internet accessible to everybody. There's Khan Academy. There's YouTube Harvard videos. There's all kinds of resources that you have. You know, um, there's all kinds of um, little laboratory kits and things that you can do and experiment with things on your own. And I encourage people to do that. I, I, I think it's absolutely abhorrent that we're sitting around waiting on some priest, some expert, quote, unquote, to tell us what's best for us when we have the ability to do it ourselves. We have the ability to take our own health into our own hands and decide what's right for us. All this kind of anti-vaxxer kind of BS going around, like, oh, you're a horrible person and you're abusing your children for not giving them the special doctor priest chemicals, you know, that's been approved by the FDA. I mean, who are they? 
who are they to decide what is best that I put into my body? Honestly, where is this information? How do they come to these conclusions? These are things that I, I stress people look into and, and just realize this has happened before. This will happen again. People are always going to try to convince you that you're too stupid to understand anything yourself, and you need daddy's help. You can't. You need me to hold your hand. And, um, you know, that's all, all, all I've really got to say about that. You know, people need to realize that as we took our own religion into our hands, we need to take our own health into our hands. Yep. Emily, you have anything in closing that you want to say? Um, yeah, I would just like to, to talk about, I guess I would just like to say, I appreciate you guys uh, allowing us to have this interview and conversation. I'm glad we could live stream it. Um, I think it's important that uh, other people see other passionate about it and talking about it and making it a big deal because I see a lot of other people uh, slamming people who are acting like it's a big deal and acting like we're being overdramatic and telling us to put on our tinfoil hats and stuff. So I hope that this can serve as kind of a light like we were talking about for people to get if there's people that are upset and there's people that are wanting to make a change and maybe and hopefully it will spark something bigger and we can actually get something done. Yeah, absolutely. Johan Van Vilder Hampson, how do you, you, uh, you have anything in closing that you want to say? Well, you know, just from the quartermaster's office, I'd just like to say thank you guys, Chris, Emily. You guys have been great. Um, I, I think I think maybe we we didn't touch on things that we thought maybe we were going to, but we, we, we put a lot of, uh, of good information out. If nothing else, we shared a good opinion with each other. Um, I think you guys are great, and, and like I said, I'm 100% in support of you guys, and, and I look forward to seeing – seeing how far this goes and 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 just you know thank you sean for giving us the opportunity to to share this and and hey hey, look guys you know um at the end of the day we're all going to make it one way or the other um let's just be good to each other let's be smart let's you know take advantage of, of of god's good blessings and what he's given us and you know uh other than that you know, let's let's just keep marching forward and let's fight the good fight. You guys keep it up. Yeah, keep yeah. it up. Absolutely. I, I, I mean, go ahead. You guys come out on the 27th with uh, S. Marshall Wilson, the delegate, to uh, try to uh, have a conversation with the governor and uh, tell him we don't want this communism anymore. Now, um, that, that, I hope it goes well, but you know, I'm I'm prepared for whatever might happen. You know, because I'm I'm tired of this. This this has got to stop. We can't be controlled like this anymore. I agree. I, I We're think, people, not sheeple. And and you know, like I said, in in all fairness, I mean, I know that I know that it hasn't been ideal, but but I have seen. I, I mean, even though we we are seeing crazy things going on, uh, I mean, West Virginia isn't the worst I have seen, though. I mean, they're you know when when I mean like good good Lord Chicago, uh, Michigan, you know. I mean, you you've got. Uh, you know, the, the, the people. You know, just from from governors to mayors. I mean, you've we've got some really crazy little tyrants out there. So, I mean, I, I I agree with you. I mean, let's just get out there. Let's support the the people, the uh, the delegates, the the officers that are pro liberty, and then let's have the conversation. I mean, let's let's have a conversation with the ones who don't, and let's try and change hearts and minds before we. You know, before we uh, don't have that option anymore, I, I yeah. think, I think that is absolutely the best way to go. But uh, I how, think 
needs to go into this being like, as an individual, I'm not putting up with it. I don't care if there's reinforcements. I don't care if I'm the only one standing out there like that, like that brave man in Tiananmen Square. Yes, sir. You know? Stop, I mean, stop the tanks. Dude, forever in history as an inspiration. You know, because he's just like, you know, I don't care if I get run over. I don't want to even live here anymore. Speaking I, of... I'm, of this. Speaking of that, the, this the quarantines Tiananmen Square. I think that the media was trying to spin with the healthcare worker standing in front of the SUV. You all know it came out when you said that. That reminded me of that. You oh. know, it came out that uh, a woman actually caught it on Facebook Live that that whole thing was staged. The guy with the mask. Now I'm not saying that every anti, you know, anti, you know, freedom or anti, you know, anti anti vaxxer you know, anti-quarantine people, the the health workers with the masks in front of the vehicles, all of that was staged. Um, the, I'm sure there's health workers out there that, that are concerned, and maybe they are voicing their opinion as well, but, but that was caught on video. The guy with the mask in front of the, the damn SUV that was black with the, the waving American flag out of it, caught on video. Yeah. It was a, it was a, a probably five-second interaction. The guy walked from the corner, to the parked, well, it wasn't parked, but he was he was there at the crosswalk, and the guy literally walked in front of him. The cameraman snapped the picture, and the woman was shaming them the whole time, and they literally ran off in the other direction. So, so just for anybody listening that sees that, realize that's propaganda, and it's it's proven that's propaganda now. So, so ask yourself why why you're seeing those things. Um, yeah, but and China has been supplying drones. Yep. New Jersey, oh, yeah. on people. <laughs> what? Oh, dude, yeah, I put an article on uh, on uh, in the unconstitutional group. Um, go check that out. I think I pinned it into my announcement. But uh, yeah, dude, China is a 100% directly, physically in control of our country. Well, yeah. they direct our entertainment, so why shouldn't they direct well, our information? Well, how much of our debt do they own? I mean, you know, oh, they, yeah. they got you us know, on they, the they got us on the corner hooking right now. Is what they right. <laughs> they uh, kicked out one American news from the White House, but let in the Hong Kong press. I mean, oh yeah, nobody's doing anything about it. You know, uh, it, it's just that's crazy. That's crazy. Tell tell people how they can get to your uh, to your Facebook group as well. Uh, anybody who wants uh, to. I, uh, search West Virginians uh, against unconstitutional quarantine. Um, yeah, it's WV against unconstitutional quarantine. It's in all caps. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, um, folks, I I really appreciate you all coming on. Um, you yeah, know, thank like, you, Sean. Like I said, we'll uh, we'll play this out. You know, kind of see see over the next few weeks. I guess we've got to what May first now. So. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll, well, let's get in touch with each other again, and 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 let, let's have a, a a post game show, shall we say? Well, we'll we'll see uh, how that works. I mean, like I said, we'll be we'll be posting to the forums. I encourage anybody else who who wants to to take a look around and maybe voice their opinion or or just kind of maybe get some alternative uh, facts, some alternative information out there. And uh, really appreciate you all coming on this evening. Yeah, thank, th- you. thank you, Sean and John. It, w- it was a pleasure. Hey, absolutely. Well, well thank you, Chris and Emily. Uh, you know, like I said, <laughs> keep up the good fight. Uh, God's on your side. Yep.
Yeah.